All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and figure out what other movies inspired it. But today on the show, we're actually doing a Breaking It Apart, which is the side series where we look at an old movie and figure out what movies were inspired by it. And joining me today are two members of Las Vegas-based Black Camaro. Uh, you've heard Brian Garth on the show before, but now joining us also is Tom Miller. I was really glad to have these guys on. Um, we had just went and saw Wizard of Oz. Actually, Brian and I did. Uh, Tom went and saw it separately. But uh, it's back in the theaters for the 80th anniversary. Uh, it's a movie that doesn't really need an introduction. It's such an absolute all-time classic. Despite the fact that I may or may not have ever seen it before last week. Um I, I'm sure I did, but uh, I can't remember. We get into that a little bit in the episode, as well as getting into all the movies that have come since then that were inspired by The Wizard of Oz, and also talk about Black Camaro's new album, Protocol of Dreams. So it's a long conversation, so I'm just going to jump right into it, but I do want to remind you, you can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You can join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. And, of course, you can subscribe to the show on any of the major podcast apps out there. So, without any further ado, let's get into this conversation about The Wizard of Oz. Alright, so, today on the show, we're uh, doing another Breaking It Apart, and uh, we're not at my home studio today, we are at Digital Insight with two members of Black Camaro. We've had Brian Garth on the show before. We also got Tom Miller joining us. Hi, hey, Dave. How you guys doing? Hi, everyone. What's up, Dave? Hey. This Thank you be, for having uh, us. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Should be fun. <laughs> you guys have a new album coming out, or actually, by the time this goes up, it'll have just come out. And uh, I wanted to find a way to get you back on the show so we can... Uh, Talk about it, you know? Great. Yeah. Is that what this show is about today? No, it's about The Wizard of Oz, but Great. you know, we got we to gotta plug the album too. So Excellent. Yeah. Which is about, which the album's about Wizard of Oz too. It's, it is. It's I, I, I got to listen to it on vinyl and I noticed uh, a lot of Wizard of Oz themes on there. Well, we specifically, I mean, you, you played it in reverse. Right? Yes, of course. If you play the album in reverse, starting it's at the moment the Dorothy... No, it's not at the Lion. Actually, we we designed that was the original dub. That's if you play it forward. But mm. if you play the album in reverse and you start at the part where Dorothy gets hit in the head, yeah. by the window, yeah, yeah, um, it sort of lines up a little bit, kind of <laughs> just a little, <laughs> not fully. Um, so, Wizard of Oz just uh, was back in theaters uh, for its 80th anniversary. Uh, it was one of those Fathom Events things. We went and saw it and. Uh, it was actually possibly my first time seeing it. I'm not really quite you've sure. Never seen, you have never seen Wizard of Oz. You're not sure if you've ever seen it. I'm not sure. There, there's people that know me or listen to the show or whatever know that there's like so many of these classics that like I, I maybe saw, but it's so long ago. You've I seen Wizard of Oz? Yeah. I know. It's the Wizard of you've Oz. You've seen like scenes here and there. Like, oh, you yeah. Would, you would recognize this scene. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. That made it all and the harder. The, yeah. Yeah, that made it all the harder because I'm like watching these scenes. I'm like, I know this. I know this. And I know every single scene in this entire movie but i don't remember if i've seen it from beginning to end my That's, guess is you never attended a private daycare facility <laughs> ever right probably um, not okay yeah. um i well i was trying to think of reasons why because when i was telling people yeah i'm gonna go see it 
like right away three people were like i've never seen that i'm like get the fuck out of here so i'm trying to think of reasons why nobody has ever seen wizard of oz um i figured it's a it's one of those films that is just so embedded in american culture that it's difficult to have not seen by your late 30s right and i thought about when i saw it the most obviously when i was a child but where um daycare places yeah <laughs> you know like all the all the daycares before or after school places or whatever summer camp shit like that that i attended i feel like i, I probably might had to watch that movie a hundred times yeah. during that you know and and um so now i'm on a quest you're one of the people that told me that yeah what about tom had you seen it i uh i think my dad must have bought it like before my earliest memories maybe because mm. i think we had a, a, a vcr pretty early and that must have been one of his first purchases so like yeah like dozens if not over a hundred times there's just so much movie, yeah. yeah there's so much in it that's just so recognizable whether it was from watching it or just seeing its influence on other movies and pop culture and everything i mean that's the thing that stood out to me the most while watching it is just how many like little things and like tropes and you know whatever oh, that you see in a million things yeah just did they one after it? another yeah did they invent it i mean it's 80 years ago i mean it it's is pretty the, long yeah, they, it's pro- to assume they did yeah. invent a lot of those and we just don't know you know yeah. no no expert um, i mean it is a remake there there was a version before it uh, a black and white version in the 20s yeah but yeah. but it, it's it still told its the own story thing. but did it did it take all the i i, I feel like some of the the tropes are built into the like the cinematic design the way the the director put it together the editor put it together the actors put it together not so much the way bomb put it together right so i don't think it's it's so much the story that brings that up maybe in certain cases you know obviously we'll we'll have some pieces and that was a piece honestly if we're already getting into it sure why not that was a piece you do the first one uh well, that wouldn't have been my first piece, but definitely it's a piece where I feel like um, this movie influenced so many other movies in its trope ness like in, in the fact that uh, there's just so many like cliches, um, one being, let's see what I found. Um, oh yeah, the part where they fight guards off camera and then two seconds later they appear wearing their gear you know <laughs> yeah that okay so that right there i feel like that right there i was laughing so hard and my mom kept looking at me because i was giggling and she's like what what it's not that bad and i'm like what are you talking about i'm fucking loving this right i'm loving every moment of it every yeah. single time i would giggle i couldn't help it and and that was one of them where like oh my god i yeah. can't believe it and it was pulled off so well it's probably the best one yeah. ever yeah right and and um it's great that you see that happen so often in film um, you've probably seen that happen like 60 times yeah every cartoon it, it, yeah, ever. every cartoon <laughs> bunch of movies yeah, that that it's it's filled with those sorts of things. Gank you know? those uniforms and just pull in right at the tail of that line. Right. Line of guards. <laughs> um works but, every time. So yeah, any any I would say that my first puzzle pieces or, or sorry, what are we calling the breaking apart pieces? We're, we're still calling them puzzle pieces. We're, we're still trying to figure out how to specifically, uh, uh, you know, theme these breaking it apart episodes. Uh, okay, but, so yeah. so then one of the pieces would definitely be how how the way it was edited and or just how the the way it was filmed mm. uh it has influenced other films 
you know, they borrow from the style of it and in uh, it, its tropiness. So, so it's like not specifically a movie, but like tropes in themselves. Like there's just so many of them, and they're. I, I they think find maybe they way. weren't tropes. Yeah, they weren't these cliches. They yet. weren't when they made them. They, uh, it was yeah, after. exactly. Yeah. When the Wizard of Oz came out, it was probably groundbreaking in all those areas, right? And and now. We've no. seen so many movies where they're like, oh, that, that part. And, and you know they're even like ripping straight from it, homage even, where uh, there's a, the Simpsons episode where the guards are doing the OEO, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the um, witches guards, which I don't remember them wearing like Shogun outfits. Or what, what would you say their outfits are? Is that it's definitely uh, of Asian yeah. influence, right? Uh, Maybe Japanese, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, possibly. Anyway, they're doing the OEO song. OEO. And, uh, jeez, I mean, Metallica. Metallica <laughs> fucking played that in one of their songs. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, one of their good songs. Yeah. Also, know, take, take them away to Never Neverland is, you know, that's taking you to Oz, right? No, that was that's Peter Pan, <laughs> yeah. but but wasn't Peter Pan similar? In right. So, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know when that yeah, was came, when yeah. that was written. I, I I truly don't. But Wizard uh, of Oz, all these Disney sure, things, sure. they all bleed into one another. Well, well, yeah. the uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure you could find in like a version of Peter Pan that has come out since a film version that has come out since Wizard of Oz, where they take that you know, trope where there's an off screen scuffle and then they come back wearing their gear. Yeah. You know, that's, that seems to be uh, more apparent in like seventies through eighties comedies, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, like I, I could see there's like a Dan Aykroyd movie or some shit oh, yeah. that where they do that or a Chevy chase it, film, like It'd probably bla bla blazing saddles. With that Blazing big line saddles. of criminals, and yeah. they jump the two uh, KKK guys. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. There you go. And just there you go. Now they're wearing their outfits, <laughs> right? Uh, absolutely. There yeah. you go. Good, good it's call. Just, on th that. that is all over, man. That that yeah. trope right there. Man. That's, that's that's an interesting classic. segue. Can I do one more? Sure, go okay, for it. Okay, I don't know where you guys are at on this. So that's an interesting segue. Blazing saddles, because the one thing that stood out to me almost immediately, especially once everything went color. And they're in Munchkin Land, and obviously I'd seen the film so many times. I was anticipating that moment. I was like, "Oh yeah, I can't wait until it goes color." And they're in Munchkin Land. I want to see what what it looks like on this big fucking screen, you know. And um, right away, something about it was screamed fucking Willy Wonka, Gene Wilder Wonka, yeah. you yeah. know. And, and I was like, "Okay, this is great." And then I think even the influence in Wonka is apparent with any time they the um, Oompa Loompas bust out oh yeah it's like a whole munchkin land scene at least what four times in the movie five oh, times yeah, in dude. the movie so no i i agree though willy wonka definitely came to mind i didn't write that down as one of mine but like if i had gone further than five puzzle pieces it probably would have been number six um it, it's so willy wonka and in there's so much of that that's so similar with, with the oompa loompas and the songs and the like taking you know things from from the real world and just like blowing them up into just kind of magical proportions and all that kind yeah, of stuff sure. With, like, you know lots of trippy visuals and all that kind of stuff it's, it's there's so much that's similar there i i did have willy wonka as well you did yeah and uh same thing just the let the the fantasy land created with the ultra bright greens and and shit like that dude so many colors they, yeah, yeah it's exactly. like yeah it's wild and 
off that point, I do want to say both of those movies uh, influenced mini golf courses too. <laughs> <laughs> Just that, that putting surface, you know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Yeah. That's actually that's like a good the... point. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm going to go next with my puzzle piece. That's actually mini golf courses works really well uh, as a transition to my next puzzle piece. Um, which is actually Disneyland. Mario Golf. Oh, yeah, Disneyland. 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 Wow. It's wow. so that is yeah. that is a. Which, yeah, oh, totally I'm surprised you get that. Yeah, and, and Disney and and, mm, and Wizard of Oz. You would think it's a Disney property, but it wasn't at the time. No, he MGM. wanted it bad, but he couldn't get it, and he just did it anyway. Oh, he made wow. Disney very Wizard of Ozzy, you know, and um, that just the overall landscape and everything. And I believe that they did eventually buy it, and it's like been a Disney thing recently. Oh, like, probably recently. I can yeah, see that. I yeah. Mean, remember the early or mid nineties, the MG, when the MGM hotel reopened, uh, on a different part of the strip, the version that exists today, um, it opened up as a theme park, remember? And the theme parks characters, instead of being Disney characters or Looney Tunes characters, uh, were the wizard of Oz characters. Right. And the theme park was a wizard of Oz theme theme park. And, uh, I don't know if it was because it was in Vegas or what, but it's interesting. You would think Disneyland, it influenced Disneyland and then, you know, art imitating life, imitating art. Yeah. Yeah. Disneyland influences the wizard of Oz land, whatever the hell it was called. Dis or, uh, MGM grand adventure theme park. I remember that yeah. place was still there when I yeah. first moved here. I don't know if that's what it was. We, do, we did have a heavy wizard of Oz presence in the Valley. Yeah. At one point was... you could go down, you could go down and I don't know, look at the original, like, Toto, just mummified. Yeah, Toto's, <laughs> Toto's mummification was yeah. a little odd. The taxidermy Toto is was at the MGM Grand in the 90s. Yeah, that's... Uh... Toto is a very impressive dog actor, by the way. You know, I, just, I was uh, so yes. impressed by yeah. Toto. I couldn't believe it. Dog I'm, I'm actor not... and character. It's like... Man, you're, you're, we're just railing through him. Toto, man. <laughs> uh, the, after I saw that, the first thing that came to mind was... Well, the first, first thing that came to mind was damn, that dog is amazing. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like, more amazing than most dogs you've seen in films growing up as a kid, like 80s films, 90s films. More amazing than fucking Beethoven. More amazing than fucking <laughs> Jerry Lee. More amazing than Hooch. All right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You more amazing than Hooch. <laughs> no, no, yes. no. No, no, no. Is that a controversial I just, statement? I just, in your first three names you mentioned you didn't mention benji you motherfucker no that's what i was getting to it so th <laughs> then them, then but... then tom thank you for the interlude <laughs> oh, this... uh benji came to mind i was like holy shit wait this that shit in, in inspired benji okay. hardcore but both benji and benji the hunted uh those two <laughs> movies um Thinking back, you know, those were the animal movies I liked. Benji was I, big time when I, I was I liked Homeward Bound young. and shit, Michael J. Fox, fucking Rosie O'Donnell or whatever, whoever was in that. But like Benji and Benji the Hunted were the ones that I was like, I saw in the theater. It was like, whoa, especially Benji the Hunted. That shit was epic. Like you felt like, oh my God, the dog is taking so many risks right now. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> get, off, get off the log. You know, and that was how Toto was hopping up and down the fucking mountainside. Oh yeah. Right. I was like, holy shit. That dog is amazing. Just, poof, you know, like, what the fuck? They didn't have it on a rope. You know, that dog just jumped, you know, like, all right, a great. And, and, and succeeded. Uh, though I did read that Toto fucked up, got injured on the set. Oh, well, there was a couple moments where they were like dancing and Toto almost got stepped on. And I was no, like, Toto really did nervous. get stepped on. He did? Yeah. That oh, broke his shit. foot or her foot rather. That's Toto's sad. a girl, uh, the dog playing Toto, uh, 
Terry, maybe? Terry, that's right. Is You're absolutely girl. right. So she hurt her foot, injured her foot. And um, I'm not I'm not trying to assume Toto's gender, but um, I'm <laughs> yeah, going Terry by what the vet the told me. That's it. I'm sorry, Terry. You're not here to uh, rep yourself. I really know. But um, 80 do- years ago, I mean, Terry, probably not here anymore. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> No, no, Terry. I did, I did the math. Like I had to do the math on that. Wait, he's right. Eighty years is a long time to, for a dog to live. Yeah, eighty plus, however old. Um, do was. you think uh, Tote or Terry enjoyed that experience? That whole movie making, like he had a lot of attention. Seemed if he to was attention seeking, yeah, he was very hippity hoppity going down the road. You know, yeah, it was. He seemed into it. I mean, I don't think you could train a dog to like do the actions. But you guys are so what, convinced. You're, you're, you guys are so convinced that Terry and Toto though. is a boy dog. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering if that's because you yourselves have testicles. Yeah, no, or? no, no. I just I assigned it he when I was and I was just five years old. Toto is a boy. Toto okay. is a boy. Oh, Toto is a boy. Toto okay. is a boy. Okay. I think Judy Garland or Dorothy even refers to him as him. he. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but um. But, Terry, the dog playing Toto, is not a boy. By the way, back so, to your point, is Benji the Hunted a puzzle piece? Benji the Hunted and Benji are puzzle pieces. Both of them, Both okay. of them are my Benji uh, I, I gotta make sure puzzle piece. Right? Can, can I just... Benji and Benji the Hunted are my puzzle piece uh, that I... I it, you know, before I, I, I was thinking, oh my God, this is the most amazing dog I've ever seen on film ever in my entire life. And then I started running my mind through the dogs and thinking, yeah, better than that fucking thing, better than that dog, better than that piece of shit. <laughs> oh, and then Benji popped in my mind. I was like, holy fuck, definitely, definitely not better than Benji. Maybe as good as Benji. Okay, so and we're big Benji fans here. Definitely not I, as good as Benji the Hunted Benji, which I'm sure was not the same fucking dog. I, I, mean, I can't discern any of the Benji movies. It's just an entity <laughs> that I saw on TV and just went, oh, Benji. I didn't call it Benji Hunted. Sure, you, know, you, you probably yeah, saw yeah. like Benji clips. Right, I want to say that no, I during, Benji during movies, the 80s, man. there was all sorts of, there was heavy Benji clips going on. I remember but, watching Benji as much as I remember yeah. watching Wizard of Oz. I, I don't know that I've ever actually watched it. But you're Benji. aware I of probably Benji. probably did. I'm aware of Benji. Did you have oh, an yeah. admiration for Benji? I mean, you're, you know you're, me, I'm a dog guy. I was going to so, say, as a dog lover, you should yeah. definitely sit down and revisit Benji. And you'll be pretty impressed, like the way you were impressed watching Toto. While, yeah. while we're talking about dogs, mm-hmm. remember when the... The lady comes and she's taking Toto away. Was yeah. there like a noticeable groan in the uh, audience? Like, ooh, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, yeah that was that was like straight up lady. evil. Yeah. That, that was evil. That was like Thanos evil. Yeah, well, be- because uh, <laughs> there was a bunch of kids at the showing I went to. And yeah, everyone was just kind of getting angry at this lady. So was I. Oh, yeah. was How funny like, is it that without any evidence, this lady who owns half the town or whatever can just go to the sheriff and be like, this dog. Okay, here's an order to take the dog. You know, like, wait, yeah. what the fuck? Who? What kind of government are they working in? What what system is this? Right, um, <laughs> where that's a thing, right? Where she's where, the one percent in, right. in that situation. Uh, maybe that's how it was yeah. back then. I'm thinking some nefarious shit went on on like rural local governments. You know, there's like, like a darker isolated. version of this story out there that could probably be made where we get into, into those inner workings of that, um, that town. Okay. What I read was there's a hor- horror movie Oz based coming this year or, or what? sometime in the next couple of years. Like yeah. License? Yeah. Just look it's, it up, man. I didn't, I didn't really read about it. I was just like, Oh yeah. But 
I was like, oh, maybe, maybe that'll be the next episode. Yeah, but horror, not like thriller, not suspense, not. Well, horror is a loose term. Okay, especially these days. Not not gore fest, but I don't probably. know. I mean, probably. Sc- <laughs> I guarantee it. Torture porn. <laughs> it'll scare the shit out of you. I feel like everything Unless I watch it's just now like, is gore yeah. fest. Well, I I feel like at this point, Tom, you've only done mini golf, right? So let's let you do a uh, okay, puzzle piece. Here. Um, hold up, I gotta log in. Man, <laughs> you gotta also admit that. In many ways, it's in, it influenced fucking Star Wars. And I, don't, I don't mean to break open the Star Wars chest, but being a, a Disney film, we kind of discussed Disney. Obviously, it reminds you of Disneyland, Star Wars. Now, Star Wars is Disneyland. Sure. Fucking, for sure. Like, I see it in that as well. The big set pieces, but also kind of uh, a hero's journey of discovery and and um oh you had it all along right uh what's the new bad guy's name he's basically oz uh sitting up on a throne like a, a projection snoke oh, snoke yeah yeah kind oh, of yeah. it's kind of like kind a projection of, absolutely of a projection a one, um which definitely became uh that had to have been the first time they did all of that projection stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe not, but the first time they did it well enough to where you're like, wow. Scooby-Doo That is incredible. Um, All right, you logged in over there, Tom? I am logged in. <laughs> um, I, do, I do have one right here. All right. Um, lick my nuts, B, just like all the other peasants will. Toby Mac's number one hit was fucking Pleasantville. 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 <laughs> oh shit. Pleasantville. It's got it, the color chain. It's got the black and white to yeah. color. Okay. Which I don't I can't think of many movies that do that, but that's that was some uh it's pretty state hard of the to pull art off, shit back that's then. For sure. you, know? you can't just pull that off without it you can't seeming pull it like off. gratuitous or like a rip. <clears throat> but they actually had a really good um a little a really good point behind theirs, right? Can I explain the Toby uh, Maguire rap? That we- <laughs> I don't think you should. Actually, I really don't. Because that's you a, that's an inside joke. Uh, very uh, <laughs> just leave an it inside joke that happened very leave lately. It Are you regretting it? Or- I'm, uh, <laughs> I just of. thought, like, like you know, he didn't rehearse it. Is what it is, and that's why he's regretting it. Not because it was bad, but just because he. I didn't fuck. Hell, it, it was solid. It. He wrote it once and thought it sounded right. And was like, all right. You, you need but a, you guys agree, you right? <laughs> yeah. Pleasantville. Pleasantville, I totally yeah, agree. It, it, it I mean, occurred to me, if, but that's a great one. If not just that one thing that happens, that one effect. And um, this was like right at the beginning of Color, is that right? Like, I'm not sure exactly. You know, I... I I didn't look any of that up, but yeah, I, yeah. I want to say I, like I'm scanning my brain and think always having thought that as a kid, yeah. like found out at some point, you know, I don't in think it was early internet age that that's not. Dude, imagine if really? that was the first color movie. Like, imagine you're going to the theater, you're seeing a black and white movie, and all of a sudden, I think cartoons. If that's were the first one you saw, that. I yeah. think there was some color stuff happening. Yeah. Cartoons um, were in color before. Sure, cartoons, but yeah, it must have blown people's minds back. Yeah, then. for sure. Freaking wild. But yeah, no, Pleasantville. Uh, that is that is a good observation of the, using that that same that same transition for you know for added effect and all that. Yeah, pretty sweet. Wizard of Oz really was sweet. straight painted. Yeah, they painted that movie. Oh yeah, definitely. That movie was not. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite uh, Toby Maguire movie? <laughs> One of my the favorite Toby Maguire movie. Yeah. Ooh, Cider House Rules. <laughs> okay. Excellent performance. Yeah. Excellent. Dave. I don't know. I, I I dig Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. Cool, man. Yeah. Part three, where he 
Uh, goes to the disco. Yeah, that's all. It's all good. I mean, I haven't watched them since the theater, but I mean, I, I liked them back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I did have fun in there. You know. Well, that's a really that's a really three. good uh, transition to my next puzzle We're piece. Nailing actually. these transitions. Yeah. Who was in the part three though? It was emo Spider Man? Wasn't he Spider Man three? No, Tobey Maguire was, but the the bad guy. Oh, Sandman. Uh, what, oh, Sandman. Uh, what, what's his no, name? No, it was it was the one everyone hated. Doc it was Ock. it was the black Spider-Man outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone of course, all the movie. all the fanboys hated that. Yeah. Um, and but then, it's it's not that bad though. Like, I mean, from my memory, but Venom, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, Venom was uh, what's his name from that '70s show? Why is Venom played by two different sized men, and one played Mad Max while the other son of Red Man? <laughs> Okay, should I explain why I just no, did no, that no, rap? Just roll with it. No, just roll with it. Should I explain why I did that? that? Should I explain? Go into the the explanation behind that rap. I just uh, I, I don't. It was an was inside thing. No, it was an inside joke. And I I I should say I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in right now. That there is no rap on our new album, Protocol of Dreams. That's good. Which was influenced by Wizard of Oz. That's true. Being a dream. <laughs> if not directly, indirectly. It's a little, sure. bit, little bit directly. Um, but yeah, my next puzzle piece. Um, so uh, w- when Sam Raimi's Oz the Great and Powerful came out, which is a recent Oz sequel, which isn't very good. When, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, when that came right. out, um, I saw it. And That's a I great was transition. Uh, yeah, right. see, yeah. Get, getting the yeah. Raimi in. Yeah, I see the transition. Yeah, that was good. I make the connection. But. Um, I, I was shocked by how much it is basically just a kid-friendly version of Army of Darkness. It's like every story beat is beat, 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 everything wow. that happens in Army of Darkness. And watching That's Wizard of Oz the other day, I realized, holy shit, it was there all along. Army of Darkness is... Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Beat <laughs> okay. for beat. That's pretty good. Nice. Um, I mean, right, wow, from, the, right man, from the opening, the house the, falling the house and everything, and the, and the, the voices coming out. I didn't even think about that. I wonder yeah. if th- there's probably some internetness about that. I, there's got to be. Yeah, it's like, total Wizard of Oz. So Raimi is clearly just a Wizard of Oz freak, and he's just super into this whole this whole world and everything. And yeah, I mean, the wise man is basically Oz, and he has, what's he has his, to go on the things to get home. Oh yeah, and I never had a gauge for this, but what's, no what's his age? Or heroin and distress. Like, and, what? How old was Sam Raimi when he was? When uh, doing like Evil Dead one, the first one I would 20. guess he was probably early twenty, like maybe twenty one or something, because they were okay. really young. He was a little older than Bruce Campbell. Yeah, uh, and Bruce Campbell I read was eighteen. If Chins could kill, and Campbell's book, if Chins could kill, he, it's basically the story of Evil Dead. Yeah, um, where it, it, he even includes like recipes for how to make gallons of fake blood because we could have used. That they were like going to every sure. hardware store around town trying to find all the corn syrup and all this shit that. And, and, you know, it just goes into the whole story, but yeah, there were like college guys and interesting enough, I worked with a DP who was like just a PA or something on evil dead and just wanted to do it for free. So this guy, Kurt Ralph, he's name dropping, right? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know that that's a name drop. No offense, Kurt. If you're listening. It is a name, technically. I put you in an uncomfortable situation. <laughs> sure, sure. I think you put Kurt Ralph in a more uncomfortable situation now, Tom. So you should probably throw out an apology real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, Kurt Ralph. <laughs> Sorry. To, uh, Kurt Ralph. That's a great name. Kurt that Ralph is a, is a great name. name. Sounds like an animator's name. Or a, uh, anyway, a I, I was impressed. I was blown away when that this dude told me he had worked on that. But And I was like, holy shit, I kind of like 
feel like I was there with you because I read the whole story of that and like the way he was his stories go. It's like, yeah, that describes it exactly. Um, so it's it's kind of interesting. But it's anyway. pretty awesome. One of the best movies ever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. all I, I love all three of them. Oh, I think yeah. two and two and three are the best ones. Yeah, but I, definitely. Even even the show, I would say two and three are better than the show, and I even like one better than the show personally. But I think I like one better than uh, yeah. They probably. took it. They took yeah. it. They killed it. They took it way too far. In, yeah. in my opinion, it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's still right, pretty good though. It need that. It, it it gave me what I needed out out of waiting twenty sure. years for a the sequel. first season. Did know? man like the, yeah. I, the what. I just don't need to see the continuing adventures of Ash. Right. <laughs> At um, a certain point, anyway. As good as it was. Yeah. As cool as it was, as interesting as it was. Um, it's we, just like the same old, same old. And I, I think it worked better as a trilogy, honestly, or, or even like two and three worked very well together. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, um, but uh, I could see Wizard of Oz in all of them. Going back to the uh, Sam Raimi, the Oz and Powerful, uh-huh. um, to the cuts in army of darkness or whatever um damn one of those gentlemen that's all right there's take a, a hit there's a, <laughs> i was gonna say something about the enchanted forest uh, oh no yeah. no I'm, I'm, i was gonna say all those directors probably as when they played movies back then they just kept playing movies that people liked you know so like i'm i'm guessing wizard of oz probably stayed in like Oh, was in the maybe theaters. at least got played we like kids, once man. a month. In fact, constantly. we just saw it in the theaters. So, like, it's been it in, the in the theaters for eighty years. Let's but, put it that way. Yeah, but the, back um, and, you know, which comes to the segue: directors, uh, just probably adoring that movie, getting to grow up with it from a very young age. Yeah, uh, David Lynch, Wild at Heart. You guys seen this movie? No, I've okay. never seen. But Wild I trust uh, you. The, I yeah, they're blatant. They're blatant uh, nods to Wizard of Oz, like. Glinda the Good Witch literally what? flies down in the movie, you know? Is Wild at Heart a fantasy <clears throat> like that? I mean, it's, no, it's like a crime, crime action movie. Who is Wait, that? And there's witches. Dave, that's David Lynch. No, who's in that? Um, Nick the Cage. Nick Cage, yeah, right. Nick Cage and Laura yeah, Dern. Right. Nick Cage and Laura Dern. Nick Cage and Laura Dern. Um, if you ever get a chance to watch it, you'll just see it. It's like, whoa. I'll watch okay. it. Okay. Yeah, these are straight knots. I like David Lynch. I like. And seventy five percent. And honestly, it was a, probably a bad decision to do that because the movie is just the movie's fucking all over the place, man. It sucks, but I, he felt compelled, man. He felt compelled to give that movie a nod. I'm sure Nicolas Cage so, loved doing that too because he loves like going crazy in movies and love probably loved that connection to all the weirdness that is Wizard of Oz. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, do you guys think there's a connection somehow? Uh, there's one one thing that I noticed, and it's probably just me and all the movies I've watched, but I couldn't pinpoint anyone. But it reminded me of something, and it stood out like a sore thumb when when Dorothy and the gang are walking through the poppies. And Dorothy passes out. Mm. And then the snow wakes her up. I mean, it's ridiculous to think snow, like why would snow, like what is magic snow, I guess. Right? Like magic snow wakes her up. It's magic cold. poppies put oh, her yeah. to sleep. Uh, is there like some sort of drug connection there? Like a drug movie reference? <laughs> is that, you feel that? Like the poppies? I mean, come on, poppies puts her to sleep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the poppy field puts her to sleep and the snow, snow wakes, wakes her up. up. Yeah. And I said that to my mom, and this is what's interesting. I said that to my mother. Um, this is her favorite film, by the way, her, her entire life, her favorite film. 
Uh, and right away, she's like, oh, you mean like cocaine? <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, cocaine. That's exactly what I meant. It's weird that you even know what I was talking about. But yeah, <laughs> cocaine um, and heroin or opium, right? Yeah. And and the, op the opes put you to sleep and the cokes <laughs> wakes your ass up, man. That makes a lot of sense. For sure, man. So is that, is, that's, is that kind of a psychedelic theme? Not so much psychedelic because it's not psychedelics, but... Sure. Psychedelic films kind of yeah. use that, right? Maybe I'm a little sure. Fear is there something in a Beatles Las movie Vegas. or something? That's what that's what occurred to me. But I don't. Yeah, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the Johnny yeah. Depp film, sure. Chio del Toro. Um, yeah, yeah, because they're like they're just throwing everything they can at each other, like to keep each other alive, basically at certain yeah. points. And like, yes, yeah, so there's that snow cocaine, which by the way was asbestos. Um, <laughs> I listened to that in a, in a little. Uh, facts about the movie Jeez, thing wow. yeah it was actual asbestos, asbestos they used for the snow um they also used it in the lion's suit which he got cancer from oh geez nice yeah story and there. the tin Wait, the, the, yeah the first tin man uh got had aluminum yeah poisoning from the paint on his face yeah this oh, movie yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. it was rough to make that's right <laughs> yeah. i did read that uh on the actors page let's talk about the actors sure right because you got to admit you didn't recognize a single one of the actors. No. Right? You don't, when you, when you think back, um, I, I would say our generation anyway, people our age, when we think back, we don't think of the farmer guy's faces. We just think of Scarecrow. Sure. We just think of Tin Man. And we could probably picture all their faces clear in our minds as the characters or as the, you know, Oz characters, not as the Kansas farm actors' faces. Right? Right. So when you look at it, None of those guys look familiar. You probably couldn't tell me any of their fucking names. Well, they were also all so much but, older than Dorothy. Like they're like for sure, except for Scarecrow. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, that dude was probably like twenty. But they're like old 20. actors in the twenties or whatever or thirties when this uh, came out. They were already old actors. Yeah, they were people that were like, oh, probably on the circuit <clears throat> or something. Probably in vaudeville or something. Probably. Right. Probably yeah, back um, when you had to. Oh, dude, what were you saying when we came out of the theater? Right, we saw it together. Um, uh, Catskills comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, Catskills. like they're all like old Catskills <laughs> comics or something, and it is very much like that. It is very like, um, what you see in Maisel, right? Whatever, right. Or <laughs> you know what you yeah. imagine. And Maisel, they kind of heavily ripped Dirty Dancing's Catskills you know, theme. Right. Which yeah. that whole film wasn't filmed. In Cat the skills. Vaudeville. That's like all those dudes, you know, like triple threat. You have to act, you have to sing and you have to dance and you have to and, wear black. Right. Right. And right. those guys, were <laughs> everyone in that movie was like a great dancer. You okay. Know? Who did that inspire? I, I, the first thing that came to mind when I see Scarecrow, just they're so animated. You know, and I, and I call him Scarecrow. I'm calling, I'm referring to Scarecrow, but I mean the actor who played him sure. as the farmer guy. You know, his hand gets hurt and all that, and the wagon in the beginning of the film. Uh huh. Um, I, the first thing that came to mind is like Jerry, Jerry Lewis, and then who he inspired, uh, Jim Carrey, right? And then I think like this dude is fucking Jim Carrey, and he's doing it so much better than either him or Jerry Lewis, and and it's great how how good he is you know right. what i mean think about actually they're all pretty damn good but yeah scarecrow was the most impressive to me you know and uh it, it reminded me a lot of how much i adored uh jim carrey and how much my mom would have adored like jerry lewis oh totally um 
I, so, was, I was just looking up when the Three Stooges came out because it kind of reminds me of that too. Probably around yeah. the same. Yeah, it is around They're, the same yeah. time. 1922 is when they started. But oh, yeah, before that. Yeah, so it's even before. Maybe that. they were inspired by the Stooges, man, sure. which, which is crazy. The Scarecrow did have the toughest job because he had to act like he had no bones every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to be very. Weak. Yeah, he had to like collapse. He just kept collapsing at parts and. Pulling himself back up. That was a good performance. Yeah, that was great. It all was. That's the thing. Like, even, I mean, um, shit, another puzzle piece, man. We'll bring it. I'm bringing it. Do it. Um, The Tin Man, dude. What was the first thing that came to mind when when he's rusted and he starts his dance and he fucking, he's falling over. Right. But it's the lean, dude. It's the the Moonwalker lean, man. It's the Michael Jackson, uh, what's that song called? Uh, smooth criminal, smooth criminal lean man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When, when the Tin Man is like, does this full like straight leg, yeah. stiff bodied lean, and oh, he yeah. leans over like 45 degrees and shit. Uh, oh. That is that totally influenced. Uh, oddly enough, MJ, who was as a young man in the Wiz, a remake, like a Motown remake, sure, of, yeah, in Wizard of Oz, but. Maybe some five or six years later, he's doing the lean, the Tin Man lean, as yeah. part of his dance routine. You yeah, know? totally. There's probably so, a few move, moves he, you know, he bit. Oh, I'm sure. Michael, and there's Michael a lot, Jason. a lot of like, you know, a lot of that weirdness and magicalness and all that kind of stuff that you know was Michael Jackson's there, whole thing came from yeah. here. Also, there's an episode of Perfect Strangers where they do that gag where they're on they skis. Do the lean? They're on skis and they're stepping on each other's foot. Cousin Larry and Balky, and they're both doing the lean, and the crowds go like the fake crowds going crazy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this to you guys uh, uh-huh. because I, I feel like I, I know, like I'm a magician, and I know, you know, I know okay. that's the trick. But what do you think the secret to the Tin Man lean, the MJ Tim Tin Fucking Man like lean skis, is? like just like att- attaching your boots to the ground somehow with the okay with the attaching your boot to the ground but you got to realize dudes doing mid dance the whole crew is mid dance right they couldn't stop and then skis right then boom they lean how the fuck did they pull that off there's no skis on the ground none of that how do they do i gotta watch that cut again i don't believe you what do you think magnets close apparently at the uh mj mystique or uh, mj cirque show uh they pull they do they use the same trick and they had to like get the tech from them or whatever get the secret and how they do it from them um and it is a hole in the bottom of their shoe and a a pole that just comes up through the bottoms of their heels of their shoes what? into their shoe yes yeah. so they step right on their so mark they fi- and... right on a cue right on a mark and that fucking thing comes up and i'm sure you have probably like maybe half a second or so to like wiggle your heel into the into the sure mark yeah. you know what i mean and then oh it's in there you know but like as soon as you can't pull your foot forward you know you can do the lean and then obviously it takes a lot of body strength sure to pull the rest off but yeah it's a it's a when when the when the tin man steps away i, I looked at that spot there's something there but it, they did pretty good man <laughs> like a ski no like like a, like a dip like, <laughs> like a dip um, oh, okay, okay, for yeah. the hooks so I didn't look, but that's great. So yeah. you did notice. So you the retroactively looked I, I w- after hearing him give this explanation. <laughs> no, no, no. I I looked at the theater. At that know. point, I was giggling. That was probably the Tin Man Lean was probably my twentieth giggle 
session. Yeah. Like I was just so giddy the entire time. I couldn't believe how great every moment of it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Every moment of it was people's. so good that when that part came, I was like, oh my God. That's... <laughs> and you know, here, of course, there I am in the back row with my phone, like, oh shit. Uh, Jerry Lewis, fucking Michael Jackson, Tin Man lean, you, you know, just <laughs> typing into my phone like, oh wow, that's great. That's a great, great note. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, I will uh, go on to another puzzle piece. Um, my next one, and you kind of brought it up briefly earlier, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Oh. Just the whole Mushroom Kingdom sure. and all the weird... Shit, especially Mario Brothers 2. Are you kidding? Yeah, Super absolutely. Mario 2 is a dream. It's yep. Mario's dream. That's why it's so different. It's not whatever Mario World is called. Yeah. Is it Mario World? Yeah. yeah. Might as well be. Um, which is... God damn, that's pretty pretty arrogant. You know what I'm saying? Like, name the entire world after yourself. We should always be like, you know, fuck Mario. <laughs> fuck Mario because he named a world after himself. I never and thought he, about like, that before. Goes around point. just murdering the inhabitants of the world that he. Well, he's a colonialist pig. Princess. Mario's a colonialist fucking fascist pig. <laughs> Does he call it ever call it Mario World? himself it's mario world <laughs> probably <laughs> or if he doesn't refer to it that way you know like he's overheard toad referring it to that way to like people that toad is trying to tell the fuck off you know this is mario world bitch and mario doesn't say anything about it you know he doesn't correct toad whoa whoa mario world why not mushroom kingdom oh it is the mushroom. It kingdom. is the mushroom kingdom, but the mushroom kingdom would exist in a world, right? It exists in a sure. Mario world. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. mushroom kingdom, kingdom is, is in a one world. Kingdom. A world is inside a kingdom. There's a multiple kingdom kingdoms in, in the world. I think. I think the term is a um, human given, so we could peer into this world, which we are giving it the title of Mar Super Mario World. It's okay. True. That's fine. Uh, that's a true, that's I was like, a true what, what, how does it connect to you other than the colorful world and the oh, so enchanted yeah. characters and shit? Like, yeah, turtle, I mean, it mainly is talk. It is mainly both of those two things, but also the separation of it, where each like little area has its own set of inhabitants and all, everything looks a little bit differently like each stage has its own like uh, oh wow yeah you know, yeah, yeah. for sure there's design. a munchkin land there's a fucking yeah and that, forest, and that, and that goes City. over to many other video games too but i just thought super mario is like the the ultimate example of that sure you know? yeah that's that's good and i mean th there's there's also a lot of just like you know the magic stuff and all that kind of stuff, and a lot of flying on brooms and all that, or do, whatever the witch. Do you think on. Wizard of Oz would have benefited from an underwater world scene? I think I don't think they had the technology yet. Underwater with fireball <laughs> scene that would uh, be great, yeah. right? Fireballs underwater Tanuki suit. Yeah, be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh, Toto <laughs> in the suit. Oh, Toto in sweet. the in the what is it? Yeah, the Tanuki suit. Tanuki was the squirrel or the um, raccoon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So um, what's what's an upside down tornado in the water called? <sighs> whirlpool? Yeah, see? Have one of those in the movie too. Have a whirlpool. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Have a whirlpool in it. Yeah, I like it. Brilliant. Why don't we go to Tom with his next puzzle piece? Next puzzle piece. Um, Labyrinth. Jim Henson. Ooh, very good. Jennifer like Connelly. It. Good one. Yeah. She kind of 
gets in that world and has this ragtag crew of people that tag along. You know, I, I think this one's kind of obvious just, just from the... The tag along. It's like you yeah. meet, you meet characters she, she, along the way. Yeah, and, and it goes as far back as... There's like, actually a some sort of brick in the movie I haven't seen in a while. Brick, brick road. You know, there's bricks on the wall. Another movie that I, I'm sure I saw, but it's been so long that I barely remember it. You know, just like Wizard of Oz. There's a lot of these classics I really need to go back and watch. Hopefully they do it in the theater. Yeah, you gotta quit watching all those new Modern classic or classic classic? Both. If the, word, if the word classic is involved, I probably haven't seen it in at least 20, 30 years. I don't remember it. What about a classic star? Classic cheese. Is that a thing? Is that a sandwich? <laughs> Famous star. What was the, oh, it's a famous <laughs> star. Isn't there a classic? Wendy's classic? It's a it Wendy's? might be. <laughs> you hungry, B? No, I'm just thinking classic. When I hear that, I, it's it describes uh, food. Often. I think there's a yeah, Del Taco. Something. There's a classic combo. Yeah, of course, there's a classic. Every fucking fast food place has a classic something. You know, classic, classic, classic. classic Harkening back to a, a. It's classic. Another time, a classic time. <laughs> well, what's your next puzzle piece, then, Brian? Uh, well, let's see. Um, I'm. Out of puzzle pieces, I feel like I, I got them yeah, all out. You, they all kind of relate kind of to one them another. Together, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. But um, you know, I, I they were all kind of connected. Like I could have swore that the OEO um, was in a Star Wars movie, or well, maybe Spaceballs. That, that's right? a good setup. Yeah, Spaceballs my next puzzle piece. Okay. So we might as well go to it. Um, but yeah, I, I was I was surprised, and you were just saying about the tagalongs in uh, in Labyrinth, and that that is the kind of same thing where like they find the yeah. the people, that, and each one comes along, and then of course there's direct parallels between uh, uh, Dot Matrix as a Tin Man, and uh, sure, and then C three PO even right yeah, right Which or is, or C three PO C three PO, but for yeah. sure the Tin Man, yep, and Absolutely. then uh, uh, what was it Barf? Was it the dog uh, John Candy? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's Barf. just like, just like the uh, yeah. I actually I forgotten that it was Dot Matrix was the name of the female robot, that's and I just, I laughed when I read that. That's a great, <laughs> that's great joke. Dot, dot. <laughs> is that Joan Rivers? That is Joan Rivers. <laughs> but, but then also uh, Yoda, when we're first introduced to him, is a big hologram thing again. Uh, yogurt, just like, just like Oz, or yeah, yogurt, yogurt. That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. That was very Oz, that yeah. scene. You're right. Yeah, there, there's about so that, much yeah, Oz in that that's movie. That's one of the ones where they, they took Wizard of Oz, the, the wizard. And yeah. Kind of, but he's even in that, it's a direct rip. It's intentional. Like, yeah. I'm the great and powerful yogurt yeah. or something, right? Doesn't he have, <laughs> like, it, it's like that. Like, he just takes the whole great and powerful and everything from it. Um, yeah, man, is that it? Do the, what is it? The dink dinks or whatever? The what are the, <laughs> the date dates? Date 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 date. date are you date. sure that's it's date date, not dink dink? No, I thought it was date date. Dude, you're tripping. Man. No, is it dink? Well, whatever it is, I feel like they did the OEO. Song, yeah, exactly. Right? So, uh, maybe that's where it was. Yeah, I don't recall, oh. but it's something like that where. It's just like all of my puzzle pieces are just kind of connected. Sure. And, and, and which makes sense because all of these things are kind of influenced by that. Well, I only got one more. How many more do you got over there, Tom? I don't know. Maybe one. All right. Wh why don't you go since I just went and then I'll do my last one. Um, Forgot your password. Keeps turning off his uh, <laughs> notes. Can I get some uh, water real quick? Some of what water? Out there. <laughs> if you guys don't mind. 
drink some of that water. Can I have some of your water? Sure. There you go. Should we mention at this point that um, we have an album coming out? Yeah. Or it should be out. It's out, right? It's yeah. out now. When it's, is it? It's out now. The day this, after. This, the day Valentine's after. Day. The Valentine's Day Protocol of Dreams. Black Camaro's Protocol of Dreams. So it came out last online. night? Yeah. Then if today is the 15th and it came out yesterday, go get it. You can get it at blackcamaromusic.com. It's a great album. I'm looking forward to it Thank being you. on uh, where, I, where I can listen Brennan. all the time instead of just when I'm sitting in front of my record player, which the vinyl sounds fantastic. Um, great. But I'm awesome, sitting in front of it once in a little while, so I've only listened like three times now. But I do love it. Fucking great. It was designed for vinyl, mm. but works very well digitally. Nice. And... I mean, it'll be everywhere. Yeah. At blackcameramusic.com or all of your streaming, usual streaming services that uh, we pay for. Yeah. Some of them you can listen to this podcast on and then put make a little playlist with the album and the podcast. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. We'll, we'll put a link to that in the yeah, uh, link, show uh, notes. Thanks, man. Link, it, link. It, it's definitely a proper jammer, wouldn't you say? Proper jammer? It's a proper jammer. Yeah. Nice. I agree with that statement. It's a, there's it's a proper jammer. It's also kind of a letdown, <laughs> but no, not in a not in a bad way. And in, in a you want to feel let down, like when you watch a sad movie, yeah, kind of way. You know, like you're not let down, like disappointment, right? Uh, sadness, uh huh. Darkness. There's a melancholy to it. It's melancholy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's definitely melon involved. <laughs> there was a lot. And Lassie was a collie. There was a collie involved as well. <laughs> Which brings me to my next puzzle piece. Have you guys heard of Benji? Lassie and Benji the Benji, or Benji but won? Lassie was definitely... It's a good Lassie question, came though. to mind. Lassie came to mind. I don't give Lassie enough credit because I didn't watch Lassie. But I'm, I'm aware of Lassie. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely didn't give Lassie any credit, but I can't imagine Lassie was worth the shit. You know, it was just a dog running around, like, barking. Right, right. Like... Timmy that well. was that was Lassie's greatest attribute was that she could bark when Timmy falls out of line. What's the matter, Lassie? Yeah, Lassie's too old for me. I just I never right. caught any that, of that. Thank you. Yeah. you. Like Lassie, you like skip we caught it. Benji, I don't need yeah. it. It's whatever. You, um, Lassie's but, more of your parents' age dog, right? Yeah, D- different different era. So you find your next puzzle piece over there. Um, I did. Well, I wanted to come off Benji. Okay, and I and I said. Benji to me, like I didn't know which Benji movie I was watching. I was just watching Benji, sure, which is also the same as Herbie, Herbie the Love uh-huh. Bug, which is basically Toto, dude. Herbie is Toto. <laughs> Going back, yeah. If Benji's the star Toto, of the show? Herbie's Toto, yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, just kind of a Herbie the Love Bug. Interesting. I I have a phrase. I quote Herbie. Herbie goes bananas. So I know you do. I, I quote Herbie goes bananas, and uh, <laughs> do I it, do it. No, was it like Ocho? <laughs> it's like you look real good, Ocho. <laughs> you do, you do, you quote that quite often. You look real good, Ocho. And what's funny about that is Ocho. <laughs> if you, as a kid, I didn't. I was like, oh, Ocho. Whatever, it's a cool word, Ocho. Especially coming out of the kid, you know, like yeah. it just sounds so super rad. You look real good, Ocho. And uh cool, Ocho is a rad word. And you know, you learn then, you know, at the end of the film, um 
they're like, why are you, why are you calling Herbie Ocho? If he's, what is he, five and three? He's 53. Herbie is 53. Yeah. And they're like, but if Ocho means eight, why are you calling Herbie Ocho if he's 53? And the kid's like, five plus three is eight. Ocho. And it's like, what? It's a Sesame Street moment <laughs> almost, you know? Like, holy shit. It just taught you Ocho. Yeah, it just taught you Ocho the long oh, way. Oh, man, that the was a long a... way. I don't think I've ever seen that movie, to be honest. Herbie Goes Bananas. Yeah. It's there's probably there's the like three one. Herbies, and they're all fine. The old original Herbies, but there's, remember, you're forgetting uh, the reboot. It's like her, starring Herbie and like Buddy Hackett. What I want to know is, okay. And and look, all Herbie Herbies detour. look alike. All, all Herbies look alike. <laughs> oh, Let's be Herbie honest. Let's yeah. be honest, dude. This it's not just a stereotype. All Herbies look alike. Sure. Okay. But do you think Herbie is actually the real Herbie, or do you think it's Herbie's kid? <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna pull us out of this. Um, <laughs> my next puzzle piece is movies like Stand by Me, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Just like dude adventures where oh, you have a fucking destination and and you have tag alongs as well. Everyone everyone needs something. That, Everyone's no, like kind of broken and needs something on off this journey. Sure. It's fucking the Odyssey. Yeah, man. yeah the Homer's Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. It, which it's, it's which like I was journey. thinking of when we we're talking about that, right? We're like meeting characters along the way. I was thinking it goes as far back as ancient Greece, man, at least homer's odyssey and then uh, how oh brother you just mentioned it it's the same fucking thing oh brother is the odyssey yeah it's a better one honestly but whatever i mean they're all dudes that's that's the main difference you know because uh i mean it, yeah and this is a big part of uh, wizard of oz that she's a like a teenage girl and, and you know yeah with these older dudes yeah. that are all along <sighs> but for is the she journey. supposed to be a teenage girl i don't think so i think dorothy's like supposed, in her 20s i think dorothy's supposed to be like 10 or nine <laughs> well or right and they got Every, yeah, the whole stink in Hollywood was yeah. yeah but isn't isn't Garland a little old to be playing Dorothy you know and looking back at it you're like alright she looks like a 16 17 yeah. year old kid and and growing up hearing like wasn't well, she a little old it sounds weird right but you realize that Dorothy is supposed to be a Whatever, really that, naive yeah. like 9 or 10 year old girl that just gets whisked away into like to right. me that book transcend or that movie transcended any of the books about it just to me because i don't you know have to did you read wicked did i what did you read wicked the the book wicked yeah, book. yeah wicked the ewok <laughs> the ewok adventure no I, wicked i forgot wicked. wicked was a thing i completely forgot wicked about yeah wicked nobody brought it up yeah. Which is okay. I watched Wicked. That's yeah. fine. Sequels, that. That anything. Was a big it's, deal. A, it's a prequel. Was there a movie to Wicked? Well, the Oz one with Franco and Mila Kunis right. is a prequel. Right, right. And it kind of shat on the idea of Wicked, which everybody, I don't know, I think maybe that's why it wasn't as successful or whatever, because Wicked was already a thing. It was a book. Also, uh, it was a play, and a play that, that was really big. It was right? a book yeah. that they turned into a play. And it's good where it's like, it's basically the Wicked Witch of the East as a young girl, like growing up being discriminated against. Yeah, I, I completely forgot that thing existed, but that was a huge thing. That was really big. But uh, before I go on to my last puzzle piece, I just want to make sure for the record, is Herbie the Love Bug actually a puzzle piece here? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Why, why not? Okay, cool. I've never seen it, so I don't really know much about it other than the- Herbie's uh, Toto. I like yeah. the Herbie is Toto. I like it. Uh, okay. Idea. Yeah, it's, if it works uh, for you guys, that. it works for me. Should we explore that? 
Well, my last puzzle piece is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, okay. Um, which, an, another similar to a lot of the other things we've been talking about here. It's just, you know, this world with all these like fantastical elements, the songs, the weird characters and all the magical shit. And right. All that. <laughs> there's uh yeah. there there's a lot of uh fun parallels that can be drawn between between the two. Um and just the, the whole world is really you know, obviously with the darker tone and everything for the whole uh, Halloween and everything, but uh there's still so much of that fantastical element and and yeah, the songs yeah, mostly sure. reminded me a lot of the uh the songs. There's a lot of like classic songs. I could imagine Tim Burton being a Wizard of Oz fanboy, dude. Oh yeah. Yeah, just like Absolutely. gushing. How has he not done a Wizard of Oz yet? That's seems like too it's busy happen. doing Dumbo. I mean, um, Dumbo looks good. I don't care what anybody uh, says. Man. I think it looks good. It looks like it's gonna be it, it, <sighs> I'm in. Looks good. I'm sure. in. I'm in. <laughs> Tim Burton. <laughs> well, before we do our uh, final thoughts, I'm going to uh, read down the list of all the movies we just talked about. Um, do it. Yeah, let's do this. So put, we've put got- Put a counter on it, B. <laughs> first of all, we've One. got movie tropes and cliches such as uh, fighting the guards off camera and then uh, appearing wearing all their clothes. Ooh. How about I'm melting too? Oh yeah, and I'm, I'm melting. melting. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about the witch. People steal that- Hardcore. Well, you know that witch became the style of witch for like fifty years. She was a pretty uh, major witch. Big hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That probably goes back further than Wizard of Oz, though. And Wizard of Oz is just the most archetypal one you can green green face. Yeah, the bright green face, wart nose, big big chin. Yeah. Uh, black pointy hat, fucking black dress and a broom. That's all. That's you know. It's probably the easiest. The easiest Halloween costume ever, you know what I mean? It's that, like the old standby. That like, actress that. played a great witch, dude. She it, a it's a incredible witch. Oh yeah, I like how she even was in the very real nuanced. World. I like how she was even a slightly um, more down to earth, slightly more human uh, as the human character. She was still awful, you know. And then the transition where she's in the tornado riding her bike, yeah, and she's just like. Eh, and then all of a sudden she's just like yeah! she becomes corrupted in the right, tornado right. and is such a different just a more harsh character i was surprised how many times she said my pretties i figured it would be like one time she says it like six times <laughs> nice. that's that's one that's one of them yeah right the tropes sorry that's an extension of the tropes sure. so that's still we're on, on number one go to yeah. number two dave okay yeah, that's yeah. your number two so yeah going down the rest of the list uh willy wonka and the chocolate factory Miniature Golf, Disneyland, Benji, Benji the Hunted, Star Wars, Pleasantville, Army of Darkness, Wild at Heart, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal, Super Mario Brothers, Labyrinth, Spaceballs, Herbie the Love Bug, Stand By Me, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. What a terrible fucking list. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, who are we, guys? Who are we? <laughs> Some good stuff on this list. There's a few good things on there for yeah. sure. I, I approve. I, pretty, I especially approve solid, Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Yeah, Super Mario, yeah, man. Super, Everyone here loves Super Mario. Nobody here can diss Mario. Yeah, um, Spaceballs too. I, I'm, I'm one of my favorites. I love Spaceballs. Spaceballs, yeah, sure, absolutely rules. There's a. It's one of those good ones. It's one of those ones where you're glad they never made a sequel to. Oh yeah, yeah. But it might happen. Uh, um, there's a homage in the movie Top. Top secret. Do you guys know it with Val Kilmer? Yes. Oh man, when she's leaving, 
and she's saying goodbye to all the i love you too i'll miss you the most french guy with the hat no she says i don't miss you the most scare it's actually scarecrow scarecrow right blatant but i'll miss you most of all did you when you were watching that in wizard of oz in the theater and she says that did it come off you like what the fuck that's yes fucked up (laughs) like she's just like oh my god i'm gonna miss you and i'm gonna miss you so much and I'm going to miss you most did you, of all. Did you read? I read about Fuck that. Fuck those guys. <laughs> did they, you, didn't wait, have a line? they didn't have I, a line. I read about that. No, I, they were going to, um, Dorothy was going to marry the guy who plays Scarecrow to real end life. the movie or whatever. Oh, you, you know, mean, and they the chopped. Yeah, like it was supposed to happen. Old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut anyway, up. They, they chopped it anyway. So. You're saying that's a thing you researched so and you found out that, that in the original they chopped film any cut. romantic part of them to Oh, that would be that would be bad. Yeah. So bad they were news. supposed to be That was a good call. I remember yeah. whoever made that decision. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good yeah. call because yeah. the, I'm glad then that it wouldn't be a cla- it'd be a forgotten classic. Like, I don't know, is this like Yeah, what is this? That is bizarre. Is that a first I'm, cousin? I wonder or something? if that's in <laughs> Frank L. original cut uh, book, like in the Whatever. story. I've never read the book. I just thought he was a relative. Full, full or disclosure. Yeah. Uh, has anyone here ever read the book? I certainly no. haven't read the book. Never read any of them. Um, I've read Wicked actually. Which we was also didn't okay. mention Return to Oz. That needs. I think that needs more mention than the Another Sam Raimi movie one. that I definitely. Return to Oz. I feel like we did. We didn't have to talk we about it. I, I, we, we said mentioned it. it in yeah. sequels and prequels, but we you know that covers all sequels, all prequels. Is we it did good? Say. The Wiz. It's great. Yeah, it yeah. yeah. I, I seen it when I was a kid, but I think it's it holds a little up. creepy. Yeah, it's really that, that's creepy. That's what I've heard. It, it's, it's creepier. Like crazy creepy. It's cre- It's way creepier. It's supposed uh, to be the actual sequel. It was like forty Not years like later. Of, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, it's like Feruza Balk in the eighties uh, or whatever. You yeah. know, um, and I want to say she's probably three or four years older than me. Right. It was, it was creepy. <laughs> that doesn't help us. <laughs> well, well, just I just I'm that not, does I, not I, help the listeners. This faceless no, no, no. It, person I, on I'm this not podcast. trying to get you to do math. What I'm saying is like uh, I could kind of relate to the character a little. I see bit, what you're saying. You know, because we weren't that far apart in age. You know, and, and yeah, she was probably ten, and you were like in the eighties at some point. Six. What was something. that movie? 1986. Yeah, I think Dorothy so. discovers she is back in the land of Oz and finds the yellow brick road is now a pile of rubble and the Emerald City is in ruins. Discovering that the magical land is now under the control of an evil empire. She. F- we good? Yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. If you're my yeah, age, no, I, around I my it. age, yeah. Scary. Scared me as a kid. So you guys have a new album out, huh? We do. We do. It came Protocol out, of Dreams. Came out last night. It's a it's a um decent <laughs> decent <laughs> meaning there are no right. curses on it. I do have a question for it's you. It's a guys decent album. And it comes home before the street lights. Come on. I do have a question for you guys. What makes you decide when it's time to make a new album? Like when it's time for these songs are an album? Like what what where where when do you decide that this is time for a new Black Mirror album? That's a long process you're talking about. It's a random question, I know. When they're, when Wait, like a, a theme appears. Yeah. When you haven't done anything in three years. <laughs> about two and a half years, you get, about two years, you get no. the bug. Like, this will do. Going. Listen, that's three not even true. Like, that's not even true because if you, if you think about it. Yeah. Well, lose. our last, our last album was 2014. Mm-hmm. Did something after that though, didn't we? 
a podcast. Well, we definitely did a podcast, <laughs> which was pretty fucked up. Okay, so yeah, then you have 2014 and whatever went down between then and maybe like 2016, where we, 2015 rather, where we decide, oh no, it was 2016, right? We started recording stuff, just random stuff, and like started, like I said, they just started to form a theme. And then they, it's, it's interesting. You just get all these like demo versions of things sure, that are, yeah. that to you, sound like, oh, this is really a, a kind of a collection of songs that kind of go with each other or whatnot. Right. And then our idea was originally, let's, let's record these real fast because we had done that before. We did that with the album before that. So let's just record these songs real fast. And as we do it, we'll just kind of give them away free, like the boot versions of them, the, the, the rough versions, the demos, uh, interspersed with a kind of limited series podcast. Yeah. And the podcast by the third one, was just like, man, it's been so much damn time. Which, by the way, Dave, yeah, you're on that fucking podcast. I was, okay? yeah. Uh, for those of you listening, Dave, Dave is playing like, oh, how does Black Camaro work? And, you know, which is funny because... <laughs> You know, dude has been, you were the host of Black Camaro Variety Show, the sure. first one, the original. Uh, you were on the album Radio Capricorn, mm. right? Would you say, yeah. he, would you say he's BCOG? BCOG, BC. <laughs> Do I get that status? BC late early period. Like you're the, OG. you're actually right at the, the cusp of the early and mid period. Mm. Um, yeah, you're BCOG. Us, right, where, nice. right where Scott came in as our drummer, like 08. Um, is when we did the variety show and then sure. you know, um, 09 was Radio Capricorn and then, you know, revisiting that with, uh, you know, which is radio themed. We kind of barred from that. I like that it seems that you guys don't remember the name of the podcast. <laughs> am I right? Am I right in saying that? Well, the four, uh. the four, uh, <laughs> the f it's a four episode thing. So it's uh -huh. not, it's not like a recurring podcast. Sure. Although it did come out, you know, we tried to, crank one out a month mm -hmm. um leading up to the release uh on january 20th 2017 remembers everything but the name of the podcast so january 20th 2017 <laughs> was a red letter date in american history it's on the band uh, i don't think right? we need to discuss exactly what Podcast. happened on that day for everyone to know but the idea was to yeah follow this up with the release of another fucking we you know piece this thing together in a two-month period album piecing it together exactly i like it, I like it. and wow. that's where we conclude tonight's show yeah, uh, i like it anyway i think it's a good spot since i'm the only one talking about it uh hey you know what since, since uh since, i'll just listen stop. to it fry your face off obviously our end of episode plug is uh the the new album just tell them uh one, one last time where they can find it you can find Protocol of Dreams at blackcameromusic.com. You can buy vinyl 12 inch. You can download 12 digital tracks. You can stream it from there or on any of your streaming services that you use. What's the uh, Instagram account? I don't know our Instagram <laughs> account, but fuck it. Black Camaro Music on Instagram. Just Tommy, got any, Black like, any, last, confusing, any last thoughts his... here? Um, I just want to say, I thought it was really cool to, to finally see that movie on a big screen Hell and yeah. it looked, 
it I thought it was gonna look even crisper, you know, because we're, we're in the future now and you just expect that shit. Yeah, they didn't really but it looks anything, but. no. It looks really good. It, it looks, looks like good. candy, dude. It looks like I was disappointed it wasn't widescreen. Yeah. And and looking that into that discovered that not a lot of movies at that point were yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was I was like, holy shit, what? Eighty years on, man, it's still it's still a, a cultural icon. And you know, that those are the things that are important to me. Sure. I like it. That's a good place to stop. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about cultural icons, but that one is. I would just like to give a, a, a shout out, a thanks to, can we do a little commercial real quick? Sure. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Digital Insight Recording Studio on uh, Maryland Parkway, 3,500 square foot, two room professional facility. Been in the Valley for 20 plus years. Still alive and kicking all of your uh, recording needs from I'm sorry I butchered that Zebra. I butchered you nailed that, it dude you get it uh, just yeah. look them up on the internet digital insight go they're on all over the fucking place you know what I mean thanks you laser Lavin. yeah you can go proper dude you can Absolutely. find them on Facebook you can find them on Instagram you can find them on google just google digital insight recording studio and you can find them on maryland parkway that's right they're on maryland parkway but you might have a hard time they're right across the street from sam Ash. you might make that the might second help. right turn instead of the first right turn and sure in the rain i'm parked one parking lot over because it, nice. it is raining out there right yeah. so give give yourself uh give yourself a break and but, it doesn't it doesn't pick up in the <clears> studio because <throat> it's nice and soundproofed and everything no rain no, no rain yeah. in here, but yeah, there's rain if I had one, there. If yes. I had one piece of advice, I would say, get yourself out of the rain. Get yourself out of the rain. passionate about is geek and if you are a geek you are family here we record once a week and would love to have you join in our conversations you can get hold of us at www.iheartgeekshow.com use the dot com we paid extra for it you can get us at twitter at iheartgeekshow and you can always search us on our facebook page as well and keep on geeking on all right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Black Camaro about the classic film, The Wizard of Oz. Um, I, I'm still not sure if I watched it when I was a kid. I must have. Uh, but one thing I do want to point out is that uh, Brian Garth was absolutely right. It's the dink dinks, not the date dates. I, I watched Spaceballs like a hundred times when I was a kid, and I used to sing along all the time. I sang along date dates. I, I, I don't know... I don't know why I heard that, but whatever. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, as always, if you want to find out about our 
future episodes and check in on some of our old episodes, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. Uh, we're doing two episodes a week all month in February. It's crazy February. Uh, we still got, this is the middle of the month, so we still got eight more episodes left. So a lot of Piecing It Together coming up. So make sure you're subscribed. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. You can join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group. You can sign up for our mailing list over on PiecingPod.com, which you're going to want to do because we got some uh, cool giveaways coming, some contests uh, to coincide with the one-year anniversary of the show in March. So we got a lot planned. And uh, with that said, I'm going to leave you guys, instead of with a piece of my music, with a full song from Black Camaro's new album, protocol of dreams you heard little bits and pieces throughout the uh show but now we're gonna leave you with a full song i feel like i'm being like a radio dj right now but we are going to leave you with when the fun stops from protocol of dreams